everybody. I did not send an email about this episode. I did not invite you to this episode because I'm slacking. I'm on a road trip and I'm in Portland and clearly still in my bathrobe. But welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. This is episode 39. <laughs> I got a really, really um, poignant message from somebody that is playing in the Awareness Challenge group, which you can go play in if you want to. Hey, I did not give you a heads up about this show. Um, and she's been using what I'm what I've called the core awareness challenge in there for 30 days and it's epic if you haven't checked it out yet you can go to the awarenesschallenge.com and just download it it's free um, and I stole it from Gary Douglas because it's epic um, and I'm gonna I can't see you so now I can hi Paula um, so that the, the clearing goes like this of what would it take for me to be willing for to live the energy of what I'd like my life to be so that it can show up for me in totality and everything that doesn't allow it and all the thoughts feelings and emotions and no sex that I'm using to absolutely refuse and reject my life and the energy I'd like my life to be I destroy and uncreate it all right wrong good bad pot pock all night insurance poison beyonds if you're new to access that sounds a little weird at the end but that's the clearing statement and it just works it works like a bulldozer to like shove out of the way all the energetic limitations that you've made more real than your ability to choose so anyway, so if you do this 30 times a day for 30 days, your whole life will fucking change. Now, having said that, I just got a message from somebody who just did it for 30 days, and here's what she wrote. And I, I want to read this to you guys because I think this is a relevant conversation for a lot of us. So she goes, hi, Crystal. I'm 30 years old now, and I've known Access for about five years. But I've always been into, like, metaphysical things, like the Law of Attraction, EFT, and a lot more. Good morning. Um... The thing is that I feel like I get nowhere in my life and I don't really know what to do. I've been doing your core challenge for a month, but I, I still don't know what to do with my life. <laughs> I just tried to look up for some inspiration on YouTube, but I end up crying and I'm still crying because everyone is saying things like you have to know what you want and that's my problem in the first place. So I've decided to write to you because in your core challenge you've talked about this. So I thought you might understand my situation better. And is there any exercise question clearing or whatever you could recommend me? I'm sorry, I know you don't know me, but I'm just feeling so lost and I don't know what to do. Thank you so much for taking the time to read this. And um, I'm so grateful when you guys send me these messages because it gives me such a sense of where, I mean, you know, I'm in my world all the time, so I sometimes think my everything that's going on for me is relevant to you, but you guys have your own things going on. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, Bobby John. Hi, Susan. So, um... So I wanted to talk about this. Does anybody else, by a show of hearts or just energetic raised hands, hi Kimberly, um, struggle with not knowing what to do? And I'm not going to wait for your hearts because I already know you do. <laughs> so this is the thing that I wanted to talk about. Like, how, what do you, how do you know what to do when you don't feel like you're clear on what to do? Um, there's so many, there's a, there's, a, there's a few different facets to this, so I'm just going to be ADD and just kind of jump all over it. But the first thing that came to my mind when I was reading this is that with any situation, like, so you're doing this clearing and you've got all these energies going on in your body, but you still don't know what to do. With any situation, that or anything else, you always have more than one choice. You can be really upset about it, or you can be really excited about it. And one of the things that I noticed that I did in my life forever was with everything that felt like it should be different or I should know, I always went to angst and sadness. That was my first default choice was sadness. And I don't know the day that it hit me that I could choose 
happiness instead. Like I could actually choose to be excited about something. I think it was the day that I started hanging around my friend Stephanie Richardson a little bit more because she's, she's fucking excited about everything. She gets excited about finding limitations. She gets excited about finding points of view. She gets excited about finding places, like all the things that you think you shouldn't be excited about, she gets excited about it. And it was, it was, that's the gift that we get to all be for each other is because we're all so different in how we react to things or choose with things, you know? And I remember actually having this moment where I was like, why are you, that's amazing that you're excited about that. I woke up this morning and felt limited and I was like upset. Hi Karuna. Um, so that's the first thing I want to point out is that you always have more than one choice with anything that's going on. And if your default choice is upset and sadness, you may just want to look at that because that could be creating your life. Another possibility with like, holy shit, I don't know what I want to do, could be like this enthusiasm for discovering what that is. Now, I had to look at this for myself because there turned out there was a lot of unwillingness to be enthusiastic about not knowing. I was not willing to be enthusiastic. I really, 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 really wanted to be upset about that. <laughs> hey, Teresa. Um, and so you just get to be present with that of like, oh, I'm choosing to be upset about this. Well, what would it be like if discovering what I wanted to do and create with my life was an adventure? What would that even be like is a great first question. So that's thing number one that I wanted to put in there. Thing number two, there's a, I, I had a session the other morning with a lady that's like, well, I, I'm not clear on what it is I wanna do. And she says this a lot. We, we would get into these conversations often. We have a series of sessions that we do together. And I said, is it, is it that you're not clear or is it that you're trying to get something right? And this is, again, something I noticed with myself. I would hear myself saying, well, I'm just not clear on what, I, what to choose, on what to choose. Not clear. So in those situations, it's never that I'm not clear. It's that I don't know what the right choice is to get me where it is I think I want to go. Well, here's the, here's the bitch of it and the joy of it simultaneously. There is no right. It doesn't exist. It literally doesn't exist. Hi, Kareen. I'm so glad you guys. Um, it doesn't exist. Right doesn't exist. Wrong doesn't exist. It's all made up. Now, working that through your life and the way you function in the world, it takes a minute because we are so used to functioning from right and wrong, even especially unconsciously. So I don't know what to do with my life is, is always the lie that you're using to just not choose. Always, 100% of the time. And that's not wrong. That just is. And there's nothing that's wrong. That's not wrong. And choosing's not, nothing's wrong, right? So, so then I, so I, my question would be like, is there anywhere in your world that you're trying to get the creation of your life right? Yes or no? I bet you a thousand percent of the time it's yes. But ask yourself that question. Is there anywhere I'm trying to get this right? Yes or no? Yes. What if there was no right? What if there was only choice? Now, in the very beginning of this creating my life conversation, which turns out is the whole conversation, the only conversation, that is the conversation, <laughs> um, I let infinite choice be overwhelming. I was like, oh, it's just so overwhelming. There's just so many choices. How do you know what to choose? Well, you, you don't, because you can just choose anything. And in any moment, you can choose to have sex. You can choose to not have sex. You can choose to eat ice cream. You can choose to eat, not eat ice cream. You can choose to take another step. You can not choose to take another step. We talk about in the 10 keys to total freedom. Hi, Julie. Hi, Ashley. Um, 
choice in every 10 seconds. And there's a lot of people that bastardize this key and I've done it too, but choice in every 10 seconds is being so present in your life. Like you're just choosing and choosing and choosing and choosing and choosing. Every single choice you make creates. It creates an energy, it creates possibilities, it creates new things in the world that you then get to actualize every choice. So you're either always destroying you or creating you because you're an obsessive compulsive creator. You're constantly creating. There's no time or moment where you're not creating. So what are you creating? It becomes the, the pertinent conversation. What do I want to create today? But not from the place of conclusion, which is really where a lot of us ask these questions from. Hi, Nydia. Um, what's the conclusion that's true for me so that I know what to do is really what we're secretly crying out for. Why would we cry out for that? I mean, I had to look at this for myself. Why is that the thing that I think I need? And I want to point out that it is, it is that I think I need it. Not that it's actually required. Not that it even works. Not that I would even do it if I knew it. Just I think I need it to be able to do this, right? You know, when you start to fill in the, the words to the energy you're being with this, it starts to be like, oh, I think I need to be right. <laughs> that's, that's really the words that show up. So that's okay. That's really great information of like, oh, I'm really trying hard. Hi, Claire. Hi, Erna. To be right here. That's uh, shit. Okay, cool. So I'm going to add piece number three to this, where I was, um, I don't know, even know when, six months ago, eight months ago, I was sitting on my friend Stephanie Richardson's couch, and we were just hanging out all day like we do sometimes and chit-chatting about all the things. <laughs> hey, Cindy Lynn. Um, and uh, I remember the moment where I, I don't, we must have been talking in and around this topic. I was on a couch, hey, Marion, hey, Paul, um, on her couch down in the basement, and I sat, bolt, I was laying down. And I sat bolt upright and I was like, holy shit, there is no purpose. Now y'all, I grew up, I mean, I didn't, I didn't grow up a Christian. I, mean, I grew up very religious and in, in every religion, religion is kind of purpose based, right? Like the purpose of any religion is to do a thing, right? And so I did that until I was 16 and then I got saved and I was an evangelical Christian for like uh, 15 years. And it was in my evangelical Christian days that I was introduced to like the book called The Purpose Driven Life, The Purpose Driven Life, you know. And you'll hear people talking about like choosing something to do with your life that has meaning, that's authentic, right? Thank you. Um, and I bought into all that stuff because, I mean, that stuff sounds good. Like that sounds right, rightish, you know, righteous. Like that stuff sounds like um, instead of like going around stabbing people in the eye, you're saving people, right? That, that sounds like you're doing good stuff in the world. And I wanted to do good stuff in the world. Hi, Martha. The, the conversation that I was never introduced to was that I am something amazing in the world. I'm not even going to use the word good. I am already that in the world. So pretty much anything I put my hand to is going to have that energy to it. Any conversation I get into, any tip that I leave, any um, trip that I take, any anything I do is going to be um, infused with me. I'm the gift. So, okay, that's interesting. So piece number four. So if I didn't have to, if purpose is made up, then my search for purpose is actually misidentified and misapplied. That creative energy that you got the book as a birthday present. Yeah, yeah, it was like, hi, Simon. 
the, pur the purpose-driven life was like the epoch of like how you were supposed to live. You're supposed to find your purpose and then you're supposed to live it. Why? So that you can do what you came here to do on the planet. Which sounds fucking romantic. I mean, that is the stuff of which every romantic song and movie is made of, right? Like, oh my God, I finally found my place in the world. As if you could have one place. As if an infinite being could have one purpose and one place and not be like jack of all trades, master of none, right? And so all of it was an effort to like limit our choices so that we could find the choices that were the choices for us. So my first invitation to you would be like everything that is, everywhere you created purpose, everywhere you've bought into purpose, you don't, you don't have to choose this if you don't want to, but if you want to, would you destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And again, if you guys are new to access, that's the clearing statement. Go to theclearingstatement.com and you can find out all about that shit. Um, so, so anyway, so back to this moment when I'm on Stephanie's couch and I like bolt up right and I'm like, oh my God, there's no purpose. And in that moment, you know how you have these epiphanies that start to unravel your whole fucking life? You know, you're like all these pieces just like the like uh, the Truman Show where he's been living in this bubble and all of a sudden the bubble flies off and you're like, holy fuck, I can see. I was having one of those. And I was like, if, if there is no purpose, then I can literally just choose anything. I can choose to start a 99 cent porn site video. I can just do a live feed with that if I want to. I could, I could start a church. I could, um, I mean, I mean, I could just like spend the whole rest of the show coming up with ideas because anything would go. If there's no purpose, anything goes. So what happens after that then? The conversation with yourself starts to change. Because you're just like, okay, so if anything goes, what would I really like to create? And what I noticed was number one, I really hadn't asked myself that question. And number two, I had not been willing to just fucking choose. I hadn't been willing. No, purpose isn't a distractor implant, it's just a lie. It's just a lie. There's 24 distractor implants, if you guys don't know anything about those, and you can go, um, I'm so glad you're coming to Foundation, Teresa, holy fuck. Um, yeah, no, 24 distractor implants, you can go look at them. But you know what, Sasha, it's probably included in one of the distractor implants. Like, one of the distractor implants is living and life. Why is life a distractor implant? Why is living a distractor implant? Because we've decided that in order to have a life or to be living, it has to look like something. It has to mean something. It has to be authentic. So then you have to go searching for those judgments. You have to go searching for the things that match those judgments. Thank you, Jamie. Instead of searching for the energies and the choices and choosing the choices that match the energies, you go searching for something that doesn't exist. And then you get to be frustrated and then you get to separate and judge and reject you. That's bullshit for me anymore. I'm like, I'm not willing to do that anymore. What I am willing to do now, which is new, is, is literally just go, well, I don't know what this looks like. Cause like right now I'm doing an energy pull class and I am gonna do a pull with you guys at the end of this. Cause this is what, this is the point of this whole thing. So we're doing 30, no, 30, 60 or 90 days of energy pulls. And if you still wanna come play, it's registrations open. But this is the point of this class, is to start getting a sense of, like, what would it even be like to wake up in the morning and get a letter in the mail where your income just 10 times? What would the sense of that be like? You, so you start creating and choosing to generate the energies of what you would like your life to be like, instead of searching for 
the thing you think you need to have the life you think you want. It's a completely other conversation. They're not even in the same universe. So what are you spending your creative energy looking for that you are the source of, that if you would be willing to be the source of it, would generate and create it and actualize it in the world? What have you decided is outside of you that you are, that if you would let yourself be it and use your creative energetic capacities to actualize it, would actualize it in the world? Everything that you are aware of does not have a reference point in this reality. It doesn't exist. I, I remember the moment when I used to have this thing. I have a thing for bookstores. I love bookstores. Um, from when I was a kid, really little, all the way up to now. And I used to say, back in the day, they didn't have coffee shops and bookstores. But it, So we would walk into the bookstore and I was like, oh my God, if they had beds in the back and they had food in these coffee stores, I would just, hi Vesna, hi Suzanne, I would just live in these, you know. Well, now they've got Starbucks and you could live in them. <laughs> no beds in the back though. I don't know what that's all about. Hi Sandy. So my thing with bookstores forever was, um, bookstores were kind of like my uh, Neverland. Like I would just let myself roam through them. And every time I walked into a bookstore, or an airport, I would, my, the, the game was let my feet take me to whatever section I got, I went to. What I was doing was following the energy, but I didn't know that then. So I would literally just walk to whatever section in the bookstore I, my body took me, and I would let my hand roam over the shelves, and I would pick wherever my hand landed, and I would buy that book. And every single time I let myself do that, I would end up with a book that just changed my life in some way. And so, um, why was I telling you this? This bookstore story is so good. Uh, oh, fuck, I don't remember. Well, here's one of, the, one of the times that I did this. I ended up buying a book called, uh, I don't even know what it was called now. Something like the, something about genius. Blah, blah, blah. Red cover, black lettering, it was something about genius. And this lady was writing about having a tribe. And at the time, I was really, really frustrated with what was showing up in my life. Like I didn't know how to get myself to whatever was next. I couldn't even like, I didn't have even the energy poles. I didn't have access consciousness tools. I didn't have any of this. So I was like, but I knew, I fucking knew, you know that itch that you have inside of you where you're like, ah, oh, I just know there's something else. What is it? Went to the bookstore, found this book, opened it. She was talking about having a tribe. And I, you know, one of the things she talked about was like, in your tribe, you want to have like all these different kinds of people, right? Not just one kind of person. And so I looked around at my current tribe and I was like, I've got one kind of person in my tribe and that's the person that needs me. <laughs> I'm the leader. They need me. That's my tribe. You're welcome. And that was what was bugging me. I was like, I, where's the people for me? Like, how does that work? How do you even, you know, I didn't have family. I didn't have parents. I didn't have any of that. So I was like, I get to be the guy and that's the end, the end, you know. So so I'm so I'm reading about tribe and like all these different kinds of people you should and and um I was like I didn't even know that you could ask for things. I didn't have any of this as cognitive skills, right? But I was like that. Like that. What would it take to have like all these different kinds of people? What would it take to even have a tribe, right? Like not a like a one leg, but like a multi-legged organism as a tribe. Like what would that be like? So anyway, so I was working at a garden center at the time. It, this is a funny story, not that funny, actually. <laughs> I was working for 14 bucks an hour in this small town garden center. I was shoveling mulch and, um, you know, dishing out grass seed like you do. 
And in walks that day, it was like two days later or something crazy, like in walks these two older ladies. And um, they came in for grass seed and I was there helping them, you know, get the grass seed. Well, one of them, I don't remember this part of it very much because she ended up coming back the next day. One of them ended up being one of my greatest friends of all time. And she walked in and I guess our eyes met and she was like, her life changed in that moment and my life changed in that moment. And then she left and that was it. And she came back the next day and I was like, oh, hi for mulch. So anyway, we drive her truck around to the back of the garden center and I'm like shoveling mulch into her truck and we just start talking about all the things. This is pre-access consciousness. Uh, we started talking about wheat belly because I was really into nutrition at the time and she was starting to change her diet and we started talking about fibromyalgia and my mom had fibromyalgia and she was this older lady that was just super brilliant and smart and witty and fun and, and we just hit it off. And I just had gotten into my world this information about creating a tribe. So I did what I never do. Because <laughs> I was like, if I want something to change, I gotta be willing to choose something I haven't chosen before. And I'm ringing her up, you know, getting her money. And I just looked at her and I was like, I said, this is random. I was like, and I never do this. But do you wanna go, do you wanna go have coffee sometime? <laughs> and she said, no, I don't do coffee. And I was like, oh, well, first first choice out of the gate. And I get rejected. It's not a date. It's not any. She's, no, she doesn't want to have coffee. Okay, fine. So I finish ringing her up. She leaves. Well, the next day, she came into the garden center with a manila envelope of a copy of the book, printouts on fibromyalgia and wheat stuff, and an index card that said, I don't do coffee, but I do do email. And I started a friendship that day with Maxine Hurley that changed the trajectory of my entire life. She ended up being one of the biggest support systems for me changing my marriage and becoming a facilitator. And today we are still fast and furious friends and her life's changed because of the bars. And that is just one example of following an energy, hi Patty, hi Parita, Harleen, following something that you have no idea what it is, how to get there, what you're even asking for. And that's the point of the energy pulls. That's, you know, it's doing this clearing of what would it take for me to be willing to live the energy of what I'd like my life to be. And then what is the energy of what I would like my life to be? That's why I'm doing the energy pulls now. Because, okay, great, you did this clearing for 30 days. Now you're willing. Now what is it? And every single thing that you are asking for is something that you get to institute. It's not something that will show up because you looked for that thing and it already exists. Everything you are asking for doesn't yet exist. Hi, Shilpi. You are going to be creating it. So you get the sense of it. So then it's, so it's doing that. So let's do that real quick and then I'll let you guys go. Um, Let's do that. Hi, Alex. So I got this this energy pull I'm about to take you through. I, I've been reading it lately out of a manual. And um, only just to start getting us into a different kind of habit, a different kind of choice of how you ask for things. And so I'm going to take you through this real quick. So you can close your eyes right now if you want. And I want you to get the energy of the way it would be to have your life and living be everything that you always hoped and knew it could be that you never knew you could ask for. Now the moment I say that, an energy comes up. You don't have to have any words to it. In fact, you won't, but get that energy. 
Get the energy of the way it would be if no algorithms ran your life. An algorithm is right or wrong, good or bad, like all of those points where you go into the computation instead of just asking energetically. So what would your life be like if you never ever went to right or wrong again? Get the energy of you got this letter telling you that your income had just increased by a factor of 10. Notice the way it would be to have that ongoing and then to grow it from there. Like what would it be like to create a sustainable financial future for you? What would it be like to have that as a position in your own life? Get the way it would be to do something you loved. Whatever that was, every day when you woke up. Like every day when you woke up you were like, oh my god, I'm so excited to be awake, you know? And stop trying to define what that is. Stop trying to define what that is. Every single bit of angst that you have about getting clear is you trying to define what it is instead of getting the sense of what it is. And you're gonna let the universe let this show up. Get the way it would be to be so happy. Like truly, if you just, if sadness wasn't even a choice you made anymore, like what would it be like to just have that deep abiding sense of peace and ease and happiness? Get the energy of whatever it is you do having huge amounts of enthusiasm to it. And everybody else calls it work and you call it play. Get the way it would be to do something that changed all the time and it was so fun and you knew it was a contribution to people, something that allowed you to have the financial acumen and wherewithal and the time to be able to travel and enjoy it. And get the way it would be to have people in your life who truly had your back, that truly saw you in a way that you didn't know you could be seen, that supported you in a way you didn't even know you could be supported, who didn't require from you anything, who received the gift that you are as the being that you are, as the contribution that was such a gift to them. Get the way it would be to have that not just be you alone, but something that was in communion with the earth and communion with every person that exists and that was willing to have it and didn't have any of the points of view and any need for trying to prove it to the people who aren't willing to have it. Oh, and that relationship, you can have that in there too. But even in that relationship, it's less of a relationship and more of a communion, more of a conscious communion with someone that allows you to be more connected to everyone, even though you think that's impossible and get the energy of you creating with the entire universe. Not just one person, but it doesn't exclude the one person. And get the energy of however many people coming into your life that would actually contribute to the creation with more and more and more people instead of creating that insular universe all alone. And now what you're gonna do is you're gonna pull energy into all of those energies from all over the universe. And the way you do that is you just ask for it to pull, pull. And you just keep asking for more and 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 more until your heart opens up you get a little smile on your face you start to get turned on and then that little trickles go out to every single person that's going to contribute to making those energies a reality do that for 30 days Come with me if you want it to be guided, but do that for 30 days, do that for 90 days. Don't give up on that. Every single thing that has showed up in my life, every single thing, every single person, every single thing, every single life change that I've ever tugged into my universe, I had no idea what it was. No cognitive idea at all. I didn't even know I was 
that there was a thing until I just kept, but I kept pulling. And I didn't recognize that till recently. Like I, that's always been a capacity that I've had. You have to look at that for yourself. Have you always pulled yourself to the next thing? Have you always tugged into your world the next thing? For what reason would you give up on you now? And it will require you choosing to be something for yourself that maybe you haven't chosen yet. So I hope that's a contribution. I hope that could, I hope that makes things more clear about what is not clear. And I hope that also creates some clarity around what you've do, been doing with clarity. And what I really hope is that you begin to choose to create in a different way and be willing to be that different. Is this different? Yeah. So what? Does it work? Yeah. Is it easier? Yeah. What if all of life could come to you with ease and joy and glory? What if you never had to ever worry about doing anything right and you could just choose this stuff that's fun? And so now after these energy pulls, now it's going to be like, okay, well now what do I want to choose in this 10 seconds? And what do I want to choose in this 10? And what am I choosing now? And you just start to choose because now you're going to start to be those energies. You can receive what you're being. You can't receive what you're not being. All right, have fun with that. If you know some friends that would like this, just share it with them because this is super public and I want them to have it. And if you'd like to come play with me in the energy polls, just message me and I'll get you the link for that. All right, huge big love. I'm, head I'm hitting the road today. We're gonna drive to Salt Lake City, I think 12 hours on the road. So anyway, I'm gonna do that. You guys have fun with this, share it with your friends and I will see you later.